0: Welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity, with your host, Dr. Virdra Jackson. On our program, we explore the flip side of every story. And when you open yourself up to both sides, you'll realize that there are life lessons, powerful tools, and so much more. Now, here is Dr. Virdra Jackson. Hello, hello. Welcome
1: to Living Strong, The Flip Side of Adversity. I am Dr. Veerda Jackson. And as your host, I welcome you into conversations that are authentic, healing, intentional, and practical. As a CEO of Living Strong Consulting, I dedicate my day to day in coaching and training individuals about walking out of tragedy into growth and opportunity by looking at how to navigate the flip side of your story. I'm so excited to share the insights of lived lessons from people from all different walks of life who are coming together every single week to unpack how to move past your hurt, pain, disappointment, shame. You know what? You fill in the blank. To live a life that is full with relationships, finances, health, time, mindset, skills, and faith. Today, I have three guests who do this work with me in the homes of parents, in our communities, in schools, as well as in ministry. In 2019, we started a journey of traveling and having fearless conversations from my book and video series, in which they both, all three of them, provided contributions. And I could not think of anyone else I would have on our first flip side experience and conversation than the three of them. The first one, Is Cheryl Hurley. She is a minister, a speaker, an author, a mindset coach, a counselor, and the creator of Empower to Inspire You Ministry and Training Organization. And then I have Tina Pelzer. She's the first lady of Southern Baptist Church in Philadelphia. She's an entrepreneur, a CEO of Favor, which is a youth life skills program and a community activist with the Pennsylvania Professional Image Alliance. And then last but never least is Gina Hackett Curry. She is an educator, a community activist involved in equity and justice. She is a coach and a trainer. I call them my sister circle. And I just wanna thank you ladies for being with me on this first inaugural flip side conversation. I know we have had fearless conversations in all kinds of venues and platforms, but I'm curious, after a year filled with so much change, And fear, uncertainty and transitions, and even some doubts at times. How have you been able to navigate fear in order to talk about a flip in your life? You know what, Cheryl, why don't we start with you?
2: Thank you, Viadra, for having me as one of your first guests on this awesome show. When I think about navigating the flip side and overcoming the fear in 2019, as you said, we were actually sitting in Bethlehem on a hill in this beautiful home talking about fearless conversations. Never did I imagine that not only were we doing that to support the soon release of your book, but how that would affect the the changes that I experienced in my own life. When we faced the pandemic, when I went back to reflect on those fearless conversations One of the things, as you all know, because we're a team and we work together, is I could be extremely analytical and I could overthink things. And what had happened was that I had to face some fears. I had to step out of the box and come out of hiding and be confident that I could take that next step. Whatever that barrier was, I had to be willing to overcome it and not only survive from it, but to thrive from it. So that was a launching pad for Empowered to Inspire You. But it was that one conversation that we were in, and Tina was sharing. My colleague Tina was sharing, and she was talking about something that had to do with our thinking and our processing. And I recall my being a very private person. It wasn't about being a private person. It was shame. So when I think Mm -hmm. about overcoming fear, I had to overcome the culprit called shame. And that was the launching pad for me and it support the other side of the flip side of adversity.
1: You know what, Cheryl, when we talk about shame in the past, you have actually coined the phrase of come out of hiding because we know that shame literally cloaks or puts someone in a place of feeling like they have to hide because of what's happened in their past or the lie that they're believing. It's such a powerful uh, phrase, I got the t-shirt when we were doing our fearless conversations. What does that term mean for you now, coming out of hiding?
2: Coming out of hiding for me simply means that there's a willingness to overcome whatever the fear is To live out my dreams in the fullness of, we talk about living abundantly and not only that walking unapologetically in my God-given purpose, which is what I teach others to do. But before I could teach someone else to do it, I had to do it first for myself.
1: Yes. Being able to walk authentically and with integrity because you did the work. Gina, tell me a little bit about how has this experience of a year of uncertainty had you begin to walk in fearlessness as well as create your flip in your own story?
3: Well, Dr. Jackson, I must say thank you for having me on this first inaugural show and um. Just as Cheryl said, um, once the pandemic hit, it was a space that if I didn't have that year ahead or back, I don't know how I would have navigated it at all. Um, One of the most important things in the fearless conversations for me was when we talked about finding your joy. And I remember sitting on um, another platform thinking, how do I find my joy how do I intentionally find my joy every day? And we all know that the pandemic brought about so many challenges with school for our children. I have children in college. Um, I had a graduate in 2020, just, did, just didn't just did know what it was going to look like. And so being able to have that experience in 2019 definitely flipped the story for me. Um, I found myself looking for a position when I knew that God already had the place for me. And so, um, as you know, Dr. Jackson, I've suffered and I've said it loud and clear with being enough. And I think this side, the flip side of my story is that I am more than enough and that I have begun to really see that through the pandemic and in all the work that I do for others and fighting daily for children um, and the community, that I am enough to do it. And so that flip side has really helped to show me that I can find my joy in just about anything and in any circumstance.
1: Wow, Gina, I hear how you pulled from your past moments of recognizing that there are some things that you invested in leading up to adversity when you didn't even know that adversity was on its way, but you had something in your backpack because you had already started doing some work that you could pull the tools out to do and begin to not Not only address the adversity that's external, but you began to continue to unpack your internal story of tapping into your joy and recognizing that you are enough, just the way you've been made already. Powerful. Thank you, Tina. Tell me about your experience over the past year. We have had many conversations around fearless walking and being able to walk out your own truth with purpose and navigating change, which can be hugely scary. How have you been able to create a flip to your story in such a time of uncertainty? Wow, a flip is absolutely what it's been.
4: <laughs> An absolute flip. Um, first again, I'm so grateful to be on the show with a friend and with other colleagues. This is phenomenal. Um, but I want to say that for me, um, you teach in your book with fearless conversations, the steps of growth, right? And for me, it was actually continuing to sit on the step of understanding, right? Sit on that step of understanding as well as. Take a couple of action steps, right? So, not a lot, but understand not getting the full picture as to why, right? Because we keep asking ourselves, why has this happened? Everything shifted, right? Job changed, home changed, like Gina said, kids in school, all that changed. And when I say for me, flipped because my life was going, running, back and forth. All of us did a lot of back and forth, traveling a lot. Um, But Personally, it flipped because my career and my home just drastically changed. My child, who suffers with severe underlining um, conditions, we had to change everything with him. And then career-wise, favor, which Dr. Jackson mentioned, um, took a downturn because schools closed. So a lot shifted in that. So I had to sit on understanding just for a minute to say, okay, I'm here. I'm not going to continue to ask why. What I'm going to do is allow God to operate how I need to move forward. And how he flipped things, whoa, how he flipped things. Talk about being prepared. Um, My career before now was in cosmetology. And it resurfaced. And it resurfaced in a way that I could not have imagined with being able to do activist work with um, local politicians and mainly with small businesses in and around philadelphia and it got opened up doors right so i had to be in a space where the preparation was sitting still for a minute to understand that this was the right door to walk into this was something that he had already set up and something I couldn't have planned in in my wildest dreams. And when I say flip side, it was kind of a combo of adversity, but also opportunity.
1: Powerful. I hear absolutely how we won't always be able to know whether or not our plan, the way we want it to go, to be able for it to actually happen. But how can we become intentional about not being overwhelmed, that it doesn't look the way we want it to look, but actually begin to understand, you know what, if I take a pause and I think deeply about what is the next right step that I can begin to take intentionally and not be afraid because it doesn't look the way I thought it would look. It's a powerful process. And tell me a little bit more about how you have been able to embrace not recognizing that this is not what I wanted, but it's what I have. So I need to be able to still move forward anyway.
4: So that question is a big one for me. Um, Many of you know, some years back, I suffered an illness and it wasn't what I wanted. Um, I, you know, took ill, had a stroke, shifted everything. Wasn't what I wanted in the moment. Um, But in that moment, again, using the tools, I had to look at what's right in front of me, right? Instead of contemplating, complaining, or even considering giving up, I took the opportunity to use the tools that were right in front of me and pivot, right? So understanding when to pivot, how to pivot, and that I should, right? We use that word pivot a lot. But for me, it really was just seeing that I was already created for this, Definitely already created for this and understanding that sense of um, stability in not having control myself, right? I don't, I can't control what tomorrow's going to bring, but allowing things to work and happen, but using the tools that you already have. We all get equipped for things, right? And we forget what that equipment is. When we're able to reach back to that, meaning not just what we learned in 2019, but the life experiences, we're able to use those as tools to really get that pivot on the right turn.
1: Wow. I hear both you and Gina saying almost the same thing. And we're getting ready to go into a break in just a few moments. And when you said the word pivot, that resonated with me because how many of us have had to Make a pivot, whether it was willing or we were pushed into that pivot moment. Regardless, many of us have had to take that pivot. And when we think about being able to pivot, we're getting ready to go into a break. And I want us to be able to listen to how this commercial encourages every listener to think about the opportunity of pivoting and then growing. It's been one in which, as I begin to think about using the tools that I have prepared, I can now move forward intentionally. And when we think about being able to pivot It's one in which I am not waiting for growth to just happen by accident, but I'm becoming intentional about the process and grabbing hold of my own growth experience. So as we prepare to get ready to go into a break, I want each one of our listeners to think about how will you grow in your pivot moments. It's one in which you don't have to stay stuck. If you are just joining us, you are listening to the Living Strong, the flip side of adversity on the Empowerment Channel. And we are having a fearless conversation and something you're going to be able to begin to listen and learn is how you can intentionally create a growth plan through our first Tuesday growth experience and live webinar. So make sure you check us out on www.livingstrongllc.com for the opportunity to get connected with a growth group that is doing their pivot Intentionally, not by accident, but recognizing that growing is an opportunity for us to move beyond our comfort zone and walk into a place of growth that what you are going through does not have to take you over, but you have the power to be able to move beyond it. So I hope that as you listen to this break, it's one in which you will reach out, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn. We're even on Instagram, still under the same name of Living Strong Consulting. And be willing to lean in and join this growth group as one that will create opportunities for you to be intentional. Look at where you have gaps and move beyond them, because in order to walk fearlessly, we must be willing to grow intentionally. I hope you enjoyed this break, and listen and take in our first commercial.
6: Want to learn how to remember your future? Introducing a brand new listening experience, The Whole and One, life stories of love, wisdom, and truth with your host and guide, Sheila E. Hirine from Ireland. Join Sheila on this amazing journey of discovery as she interviews a menagerie of specially selected guests to help you to change the narrative of your life. It only takes one day to change your life. Tune in to Whole and One with Sheila E. Hirine every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Stentley Show, Fridays at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on Voice America Empowerment.
1: Life is now in session. Are you present? We don't get a dress rehearsal in life. So why not grab every moment you can to grow? Join me every first Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific for our live webinars. We're creating a growth plan and unpacking the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. Instead of waiting for growth to just happen by accident, let's get intentional about creating a growth plan for you. Let's do it together. Log in to www.livingstrongllc.com and grab your spot for first Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 Pacific and let's grow together. It's your time.
0: This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerda Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at info@livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome
1: back. Welcome back. You have been listening to Living Strong, The Flip Side of Adversity, and I am having a fearless conversation with three women I call my sister circle. And we were just unpacking how you navigate a pivot moment. If any of you recognize that the year we have been through in the past 14 months we're at now, it has required us to be willing to embrace change, recognize the power of walking through fearless moments, and at points in time, we have needed to tap into our own joy. Where does our joy reside? See, joy is different from happiness. And Gina talked about how she specifically had to identify and connect with her place of joy. And so being able to recognize that all of those pieces work together when we're talking about being fearless and being willing to have fearless conversations. I want to share a quote with you ladies and tell me what resonates with you from this quote. It comes from John Maxwell's book and it says, the greatest battle you wage against failure occurs on the inside, not the outside. What resonates with you from that quote? Any of you can can take a, a stab at it. Who's jumping in? I guess I'll Any jump of in. You.
4: Any of you. <laughs> I'll jump in. That is a big, that's a big quote. And the first thing I think about is the, you know how you feel when someone kind of hurts your feelings or they say something and it pierces you in the inside rather than the effects of how it shows up on the outside. That's what I think about because we, um, We internalize things, right? And when something happens, it really does happen internally. We often choose to look at it as an external thing, but it happens internal because it hits our emotions, it hits our, you know, our feelings, our thought pattern. So I absolutely agree with that statement. Um, And when we pay attention to it, how it affects us on the inside, then we're able to deal with
1: it better. So I, I'm good with that. (laughs) I absolutely connect with, and we say it all the time. What story are you telling yourself on the inside? So, different situations can hit people differently. And so it's not always about the circumstance, but it's the story you are telling yourself about the circumstance that actually has the greatest amount of power. And it can become a stumbling block, or it can be the stepping stone to your next. Gina or Cheryl, what resonates with you from that quote? When I think
2: about that quote, um, uh, uh, Dr. Jackson, I think about something that Tina said earlier when she was talking about pivoting. And I remember in 2018, because I connect that quote to process. And oftentimes we're in a life process, but sometimes because of the fear of failure, the fear of Am I good enough or the fear of whether or not I matter will decide to make a determining factor whether we move or whether we remain stuck? And when I thought about that quote, I thought about in 2018, in January very specifically, I was riding down Kelly Drive and I was looking across the ocean. And it's in the dead of the winter, there was steam coming up from the river. And I got out of the car and I did a pivot, I paused and I looked out at the river. And it was a small stool voice says that when you look out at that river, you can't see anything on the other side. And that's exactly how your life looks right now. With the adversity, the uncertainty, you have no idea what's on the other side, but I just need you to do one thing and that is to trust me. And what Tina shared about that, because we could be going in the direction, I think that's the direction we're supposed to go in, but it could shift. So what happens is that I had to identify what was going on, on the inside, And be willing to take that leap of faith and just kind of move forward. Moving forward, not just in my emotions, but in my mindset, caused me to move beyond the fears and see what lied ahead, the other side of opportunity. And I'm grateful for that. So I connect with that. That that quote resonates with me as well. Yeah. Wow.
1: Absolutely. I love that visual of the steam coming off of the river and how often is what's in front of us, stuff that's rising up in front of us, blocking our vision or our view of the possibilities that are farther ahead, that if we just stand there long enough and believe the fact that this too shall pass, it's an opportunity for us to be able to look beyond the distraction and begin to see past what's the possible thing on the other side. Gina, how did that quote resonate with you?
3: Well, I think oftentimes we're just sometimes afraid to stand still. Mm. And so when we're afraid to stand still because we're just standing there afraid about what's around us or what's going to happen. Oftentimes internally, we take that into the space where we're actually frozen. We cannot even see beyond or what really is promised to us. And so when I think about that particular quote, I think that when we look at how we have to move, we have to absolutely starve those fears. We have to block out negativity and we have to continue to build our faith. The only way that we can have that internal go to the external and the external come into the internal in a healthy space is to be able to block those places, to to stop them in their tracks, to to hold us in place where we're fearful to move forward. That's what resonated with me. Yes. So
1: putting a stop to not actually allowing those fears, the distractions, or our interpretation of the situation to have real estate. It doesn't have authority, so move it to the side and don't allow it to even pack up and move in because it doesn't have a place in our story. It also resonated with me because I know in the work that we have done with trauma-impacted students and family and parents, as we help them begin to build skill sets beyond adversity, beyond what they've been through, there's a statement that we say, solve for the stress, not just the problem. Because if there's anything we know to be true, is that if I solve for just that problem, another one will pop up. (laughs) And so being able to just focus on how can I resolve that problem, it leaves me at a deficit. But if I begin to address the stress that is inside of me, if I can begin to address what is actually causing the response, going back to what we talked about before the break, being, being able to address the narrative that I'm telling myself, beginning to use strategies that are internal, not just external. There's another quote that we use in our growth plans where, and this one was a powerful one for me, most people want to change their circumstance rather than themselves, and therefore they stay stuck. And so it's being willing to address the stuff that's inside of me. When I'm willing to unpack what is my stressor, it allows me to connect with how am I going to navigate past what is the stumbling block? Mm -hmm. I'm curious, when we talk about what adversity has meant to you, We're getting ready to go to another break very shortly, but I'd love to hear at least one of you talk. tell me about what has adversity taught you in this season?
3: I can speak to it, Dr. Jackson. You know, adversity, and and let's just be real and transparent on the line, because I know there's listeners that um, the COVID-19 pandemic has caused so much disruption It came in and disrupted our regularly scheduled program. But the great part about the disruption of the regularly scheduled program, it not only brings um, tragedy to the forefront, which most of us, that's our natural inclination to think, oh, how horrible. This has been terrible. We've had so much loss. But it is also, for me, brought forward the positives. Because like I said earlier, I've had to intentionally Find the joy, you know, when I couldn't see my mother and my grandmother who live in Baltimore, my sister, my family members, how we typically move. My son, I'm here um, at his university that he could not come to. He's been virtual, um, you know, down in Florida. I'm so excited that the adversity flips and turns to positive. But we have to be able to navigate that. We have to be the in the driver's seat to make that happen. And that's the only way that we can do it.
1: Wow. So being able to shift our perspective from what we didn't get to what's still possible. And I also am connecting with this vision of creativity and innovation. I know in this season, much of what I've been pushed into doing, (laughs) I had a plan for, but was actually putting the pause on because I didn't think I was ready. But being able to recognize that even in this adversity, what just kept coming up for me as you were talking, Gina, is being able to tap into creativity that we actually, even in this season of adversity, we can still identify ways to be creative, but we must be willing, just as you were just sharing. It makes me think about how we define resilience as not bouncing back but bouncing forward and even thinking about how when we're dealing with the internal stress, recognizing that resilience is this thing on the inside of us that actually only grows with the opportunity for it to be stretched and experienced. And so when I think about being able to tap into creativity, being willing to continue to move forward, shifting our perspective, it again, takes me back to thinking about, you know what, there's, still a lesson in this. As we prepare to take a break, Cheryl, is there any thought that you have about how adversity has helped you understand uh, moving forward?
2: As I think about that, and I just kind of piggyback on something that Gina said, is that looking at what happened in the midst of the pandemic, and we just know from many conversations how you know, I have this creative side to me that there are things that I wanted to do, but I kind of thought about the over-analyzing and trying to give too much thought about how to do A, B, and C, and it was just basically getting to that point to say, okay, again, the word that keeps coming up is about what's on the other side of the adversity. What are the opportunities that lie there? And we can get stuck in our hiding places. Like it's good to hide behind something but when you recognize there's something deeper on the inside of you that needs to be birthed what do you will, what action steps are you willing to take to take in order for it to come forth and what happens is that the pandemic was like a launching pad because while it was a lot of negativity associated with it look at the positives that came out because we took the action steps necessary to move forward so i'm just grateful for that just just thinking about how we have moved forward and so many powerful ways that have been transformational, have been absolutely transformational.
1: Wow. Thank you so much, Cheryl. As we prepare to go to another break, I just want that to sit with you. How are you intentionally moving forward? And what does forward look like? Again, if you would like to be able to find out more about our fearless conversations, check us out on www.livingstrongllc.com and check out our e-store for resources and tools that will allow you to walk fearlessly.
5: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Take
0: a closer look at yourself in the present. Your body has its own GPS system designed to help you follow your intuition, align your thoughts, and set your own course. Host Dealey is here to be your external guide to this discovery. Take a break, a mindful space to pause, and help bring forth the balance that your life deserves. Listen live for mindful space to pause every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time and 5 p.m. Eastern time on the voice America empowerment channel.
6: Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us.
1: is now in session. Are you present? We don't get a dress rehearsal in life, so why not grab every moment you can to grow? Join me every first Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific for our live webinars. We're creating a growth plan and unpacking the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. Instead of waiting for growth to just happen by accident, let's get intentional about creating a growth plan for you. Let's do it together. Log in to www livingstrongllc.com and grab your spot for first Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 Pacific and let's grow together. It's your time.
0: This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Virdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at Now back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome
1: back, welcome back. We are having a fearless conversation with Tina Pelzer, Gina Hackett Curry, and Cheryl Hurley. I call them my sister circle. They have been alongside of me in some of my most challenging moments. When it was time for me to make a shift because I thought my world fell apart, Gina Gina was there to help me gain the confidence to move forward with the book, Fearless Conversations. And Tina, as a true friend would say, in those fearless moments, she said, girl, stop Crying. It's time to get up and wipe your face because there's more in you. And Cheryl, when I thought I was at the end of my rope and things were growing faster than I had the capacity to be able to build, she said, I am with you, and stepped out and became one of the first consultants on the team. So, yes, when I say, This is my sister circle, and we have walked out fearless conversations together. We have remained real with one another and not been afraid to challenge us to be creative, as we talked about both in the last segment, to be willing to look beyond the things that get in our way and present themselves as distractions and remain creative. Now, Tina, in the first segment, you referenced the, the framework of the book, Fearless Conversations. And in about three weeks, I'm so excited. We are going to have... Diane Wagenhaus, the director of Lakeside Global Institute, is going to be on the radio show with me, and she's going to unpack how she created the steps of growth and provide lots of practical tools around navigating adversity and creating a flip. But you referenced the the framework of steps of growth for the listeners who may not understand what the steps of growth are. Can you share a little bit about those five steps? Sure. So the steps
4: of growth for me, I fell up the steps (laughs) and down the steps quite a few times because quite often we seem to think about, and in a nutshell, really quickly, um, we think about what the problem is and we instantly move into action. We instantly move into, okay, I got to do something about it, right? So with those steps of growth, you kind of start at a place where you're in the basement, right? So just imagine being in the basement. It's dark. It's gloomy. You don't know what's happening. And then you go up to a place where you really can come into the light a little bit, right? You come into the light. You get to see kind of what's happening. But sometimes it can be a shock, right? That light can be a shock. And you go back in the basement. But you find a space to get back into that light, and then you get into a space where you get to understanding. Now, quite often, we go from, oh, I see what's happening to just doing something about it instead of just kind of sitting there for a moment to understand what's actually happening. And so with, with the steps of growth, what it has taught me especially is to not be so quick to fix things not be so quick to jump into taking action, to really sit in a place that once I have been awakened to what's happening, and for example, let's be real, we all have relationships, we have friends, we have family, we face adversity day in and day out. This is not just a conversation about the superficial. This is the real. And those steps of growth actually help you in the real. When you're arguing with your husband, (laughs) take a minute to pause. When those kids getting on your nerves, take a minute to pause. When you're ready to give up, take a minute and just instead of making a vast decision, sit and allow yourself the time to understand and then you're able to really move into the fourth step of actually taking action. The fifth step is really one of kind of recycling it, right? All over again. You get to that fifth step and you're like, oh, I think I got this. I know how to do it a little bit, but you always have to recycle it. The steps of growth is not something that you use one time. It's a constant thing. And I want to wrap it up with saying, when you talk about the tools, we say this all the time. We teach seminars. We do these classes. We hold sessions. We always talk about tools. Everybody wants something to just pull out that bag and say, here, let's fix it. Well, With having those tools, the process, Cheryl said this a little while ago, the process of actually being able to hold on to those tools and actually know how to use them, it doesn't happen overnight. It's something that happens with circumstance. So the steps of growth are my biggest tool that I use quite often, especially in adversity. And I always stop in the middle with that step of understanding. Because at some point, we're going to always be in the basement and that basement doesn't always require you to take action.
1: Wow, you know what when I think about what you just shared and how the it made me think that the healing process is not a destination. You said we will go around and through those steps of growth over and over again. And sometimes people desire to be able to just get to, like, just let me get to this thing. When actually healing is a part of a cycle, it's a journey. And when you talk about the step of understanding Remember to pause. Cheryl, I know you are one who, as the guru of (laughs) self-care, you speak about pausing all the time. What does that understanding step and pausing, what does that mean for you? When Tina was talking
2: about the steps of growth, one of the things that I wanted to share with our listeners is that when we all said yes to become a part of living strong, Never did we think that the pillars that Living Strong is built upon is not only something that we want to teach other professionals that we were going to apply to our very own lives. So when we begin to talk about that pause, taking those moments to breathe, when she talked about the basement, at at some point in our lives, we're going to find ourselves at the basement. But that's when we want to take time to think. Think about what we're thinking about. Because remember this, there's a quote I use in some other work that I do, is that your life will follow the story that you tell it. So when you start to think about that, what is the story that you're telling yourself that you're willing to take that pause when you talk about the steps of growth, that you can take the necessary action when appropriate, when appropriate, because there's a time to be still and there's a time to move up. Adversity does not always feel good, but when we take and pause, what is the lesson that you're learning from the adversity that you're facing? And then we take those pause moments. those are moments that we're resting. Our mind because our mind, that mental chatter is always going on. We're resting our emotions. We're allowing ourselves to kind of affirm and, and, and acknowledge what's going on. And then after we have learned and gained that understanding, then we could take the appropriate action steps that Tina has shared only to find ourselves going back around that circle again. What I will say to you as a part of encouragement, because that's who I am and that's what I do. I'm so inspired because I never ever thought in my life that I would say adversity is a good thing. Because what happens is adversity allows you to see how resilient you actually are and what lies on the other side of the adversity that you not only can see it working in your life, but you can help someone else. So when I think about that self care nuts pause moment, Take those meaningful moments, those meaningful moments to pause. We don't have to have all the answers. That was my greatest lesson. Cheryl, you don't have to have all the answers. Just be willing to pause and trust the process.
1: Wow, trust the process. Gina, we're getting ready to wrap up. This was a fast hour. We have less than four minutes left before the end of the show. And I want to ask you, we're actually three minutes. We're at three minutes. (laughs) So Gina, I want to ask you, if you were able to give someone advice who's listening today about being fearless, sitting in the pause, what would you say with the last few moments we have?
3: Well, I'm glad you asked me that because I've been thinking about it the whole time. I would say each day, what can you wake up with to find out what you can make yourself most aware of? And then after that, what you can learn from it? And then the next step is how you can make yourself transform through it.
1: Wow. What can you make? I love that last word transform through it instead of being transformed by it be willing to be transformed through it well ladies i have to say to you thank you my fearless conversation crew we have been through years of change and struggle and now being able to walk on the flip side of our stories So I hope you as listeners have enjoyed our conversation. It has been one that has blessed me. For those of you just logging in, this has been the Living Strong flip side of adversity on the Empowerment Station. And we have been having a fearless conversation. If you want more information about how to grow, how to walk fearlessly, how to be resilient, then check us out on our website, www.livingstrongllc.com, or find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram, on LinkedIn. And you know what, Cheryl, I know that you have resources as well to speak to this. Can you quickly share your website address as well?
2: Absolutely. You can reach me with the resources that I have at www.empoweredtoinspireyou.com. Lots of resources. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. And so again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of our conversations every single week. You will have an opportunity to hear real, authentic conversations to, to encourage and inspire you. Thank you for being a part of the flip side today.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Living Strong, the Flip Side of Adversity. Please join your host, Dr. Veardra Jackson, for another edition of our show next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.